Let's move beyond your comfort zone and into your genius zone because it's time to tap into the higher wisdom within you, your higher genius. I'm your host, Christy Turley, author of the book, The Intuition-Led Business, serial entrepreneur and intuitive intelligence expert. Imagine the possibilities when you can make better decisions and create practical and sustainable solutions using the power of your intuition, your higher genius. This is the Higher Genius Podcast. We are well along in our series, our podcast series. We're on episode 65 and part four of this series. If you missed any part of the series, I totally recommend that you go back and listen from the beginning because I feel like no matter what stage you find yourself in, you're going to find a lot of ahas and epiphanies when you can see this entire cycle as an overview or where you are in this particular cycle and what the entire cycle looks like. So I recommend that you go back. And before we dive in today, if you're watching on YouTube, please give me a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel. And if you are listening on a podcast app, please subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Okay, so let's dive in. So we just got through the rebirth stage, the very uncomfortable liquefaction of this caterpillar that is turning into a butterfly. And of course, this allegory of the butterfly is meant to symbolize our journey through a metamorphosis of an ego death, an ego is not what most people think it is. We all need an ego. It's important for us to have an ego, but it's also important for us to not identify with false parts of our ego. So what I'm talking about in the ego death is really like these false parts of ourselves that aren't really our true nature, our true divine essence. So, and we've come into a rebirth. Now the reinvent step is really quite interesting because, uh, you know, there can be times when we're going through this reinvent stage where it actually feels like we're regressing back into realign or rebirth. And it can feel a little uncomfortable. Like, wait, I thought, you know, as this caterpillar, you know, that, that I reached the hundred percent goose stage. Like what the heck? Like, why am I feeling like things from the past are creeping up? And it's really just old energy bubbling up. It's really just, it's almost like a test or initiation. Like, are you really going to be the butterfly? And it's also muscle memory. Like part of us remembers what it was like to be this old self. And, And part of us is a little afraid of being this new self, this truer self, because it could mean other mini deaths. It could mean deaths of relationships of people who are no longer aligned with you. It could mean a mini death of a business or a line of business that you've been in. It could mean, um, you know, saying goodbye to how you used to operate. And there can be some holdover grief from the past stages. So, but overall, the emotions felt in this stage is feeling hopeful. Okay, so the awkward shedding goose stage is over. The butterfly is actually still in the cocoon. It has not emerged yet, but you can see its wings taking shape. Of course, the butterfly can't see its wings at all because it's in the cocoon. 
but through the translucent um, translucence of the cocoon, maybe an out, outsider could see what color the wings are going to be and get some clues as to what this butterfly is going to look like. So that's really applicable to this human side of things because we can feel like we've just been through a lot. Other people are starting to notice changes in, changes in us, but we might not really understand what that means yet. And we may not know exactly how to show that externally. So this is a still a little bit awkward of a stage. Uh, the butterfly is reinventing itself, but it's not yet emerged. So keep that in mind. This stage is really akin to spring, the season of spring. So just like spring, you know, you can still have some rain showers or even snow, you know, from the winter show up in spring while you also have flowers blooming. So it can, it can feel like a little bit of a transition at times. Imposter syndrome can definitely creep in. Like you could be saying things like, who am I to be or do this? Can I really be a quote butterfly? How will I fly? How will I be able to figure this out? You know, if you think about a caterpillar spending its entire life thus far crawling around on the ground, um, <laughs> it may not even be completely aware that it's going to be able to fly. I think humans are a little more conscious. They might feel like, yeah, I feel hopeful. I feel like, you know, all I want to do is, is, is fly and soar, but you don't have the muscles built up yet uh, on your wings. So you're, you may not know how to do that. You may even have some aha moments that feel super exhilarating. Like your intuition is on fire. Like the ideas won't stop coming. And it seems like your whole life actually starts to make sense. You're like, oh, maybe this is what I was going for all along. And this is particularly true, I would say, like around like a quarter life crisis or even a midlife crisis, like for sure, like I've been through both and <laughs> I feel like the midlife crisis was so much of a bigger deal than the quarter life crisis. So I'll just put that out there. Um, but it, it makes sense because this is why all these breakdowns happened so that we could come to this breakthrough moment. Uh, you might even start to fear criticism and judgment coming from others because you're about to start expressing your new identity and your ideas and your messages. But the creativity still flows and you get it out all on paper, even if you don't share it quite yet. You get it on paper or video, I shall say, because you're going to be making this public soon. You're going to be emerging from this cocoon and you want to have this ready. This is like your wings. And floodgates start to open, you know, the ideas, the opportunities, you, it can sometimes feel a little bit overwhelming and it's exciting. It's an exciting, expansive time. So the cost of staying here or staying in this cocoon is you still stay the best kept secret safe inside your cocoon. Other people can keep you down. You may start feeling different and looking different and acting different and they notice and they may even tell you that they don't like the changes you've made or what's going on with you. Like, is something wrong or something off? And, you know, this is to be expected. It really is. Growing complacent. You can become really accustomed to your comfort zone inside this cocoon. And it feels so much more comfortable than 
going out on a limb, pun intended, and spreading your wings. Of course, it's going to feel that way. And what ends up happening is you don't end up building a soul aligned brand and message that attracts your ideal aligned clients. So you keep playing small. And when you're playing small, you keep doubting yourself. So how did you get here? Of course, it was from shedding your skin, removing attachments to your old ego and any beliefs that you had learned up until this point and you decided you chose to unlearn them. This includes other people's expectations, projections, and any other kind of conditioning programming from earlier in your life. And this also goes for values. So you have realigned your values, your identity, and your beliefs. You've done a lot of clearing, hopefully, a lot of clearing and healing. You've had patience and surrender. You've just surrendered to these changes. You've done a lot of inner work. You've really come to know your intuition and what your inner voice sounds like, as well as connecting to your higher self. And you've had a lot of trust. You may have been experimenting some. And self-love, awareness, and gratitude are all so important in this stage. So the biggest missteps, and I won't even say mistakes, okay? Just missteps. They're not a big deal if you make these. If you make these. But the common missteps that I've seen here, both in myself and my clients, is you keep replaying the discomfort of the last step, the realign and rebirth step. And you don't see how all the puzzle pieces are going to fit into place. And you can have a lack of trust in yourself as well as a lack of trust in the universe. You just don't understand how the universe is going to deliver. Kind of similar to the butterfly instance. It's like maybe we're not sure how nature is going to deliver how this is going to all end up. And so you can have this looming cloud over you. Like, like, is the other shoe going to drop? Like, is this for real? Am I really out of the woods now? And if you start sharing your new ahas and your new ideas and messages too soon, before you're ready, before you're out of the cocoon, your message could fall flat It could be rejected by others who just don't get it. They don't understand it because you're not yet fully embodying it. Even though you're like, yeah, this is me now. Um, It's not fully integrated. We still have to take some time to integrate. Even though you may have made these changes on the spiritual, emotional, or mental levels, they still have to make it down into the physical body. And so this is very much like the butterfly It's constructing its wings. It's creating all the cells that are going to help it to fly and live out the rest of its life as a butterfly. It's the process isn't yet done. You could also uh, compare yourself to others and look to others for inspiration instead of looking inward. Remember still in the cocoon, still time to be looking inward. You could also make the misstep of rebranding prematurely before you're ready or releasing new offers or maybe releasing that new book that you, you have been working on, but you're not truly aligned to your true self yet until you come out of that cocoon, like you're still working on some things. And you can also 
not truly believe in yourself, which is a misstep because you've got it going on. Remind yourself of all the amazing things and people and opportunities and blessings that you've had in your life. And if you can't think of anything, be grateful you're breathing. You know, you can be grateful for one thing, and that is your breath, that the breath keeps going and you don't have to think about it consciously every single minute of the day. And here's a couple of other things that can happen when you're in the step. You could be changing your mind a lot because this is kind of like trial and error reinvention. The reason why it's named this is, I mean, think about how any of the greatest inventions have been made. A lot of experimentation, a lot of trial and error. And so in this reinvention stage, you could be changing your mind or changing your paths or your, or structure in your business until you can really settle in to what feels aligned and what doesn't feel aligned. Remember, you've never been a butterfly before, so you've never really been this true to yourself, this authentic to yourself before. So it's going to take some time to still get through and sort through what feels aligned and what doesn't. Uh, another misstep is that you could be leaning in to the resistance that you're perceiving from others, whether it's energetically or they're actually telling you, um, you can still feel other people's energy towards you. And as you're trying to step on this path, they might be trying to hold you to the old one and reminding you who you are or who they think you are, but you know better. And so the best thing to do is to really hold true to your own inner voice, look inward, Don't allow others' ideas or thoughts to be projected upon you. That's the whole reason for this up level is so that you can shed yourself of all those shoulds and obligations and fulfilling expectations and trying to pleasing, please other people. So here's a little story from my own life. So I, I ended up writing a book. I would say that during the time of the writing of the book, I was in stage two. So the, the previous stage that we just talked about. So not this stage. And I wrote the book and I, I published it while I was still in the last stage. And I couldn't get, I couldn't make sense of all these puzzle pieces. Of course, the book was part of my new path, but I had released it when I was still on my old path. So in my own mind, maybe not so much to other people, but in my own mind, it felt confusing. (laughs) And as I was going through the reinvent stage, this current stage we're talking about, of course, my book had already been published and I was still trying to figure out what this new path looked like. Who was I going to be when I emerged from the cocoon? I was still inside the cocoon trying to figure it all out. And I could see during this stage, I had a lot of lack of acceptance of this new path. The new path was scary to me. The new path represented threats to my ego and or my old self that I hadn't completely let go of. Even though I had gone through the goo, (laughs) I hadn't quite... 
I hadn't quite given up on on that. I was still hanging on. I was still flashing back to the old self, desperately clinging to it. And so when I was shown, this is this is your new path, I kind of accepted it, kind of didn't. <laughs> I still moved in the direction of the new path, but definitely with my heels dug in, I had a lack of belief in myself. Who am I really to be this or do this? And it was just all the telltale symptoms that I just just went through to you, uh, through um, <laughs> that I went through just now. But I just wouldn't let that old self die. And I remember being um, on a vacation in Park City with my husband, and we were actually celebrating our anniversary. And so this was during the summer. And we were on one of those ski slope, you know, ski lifts, uh, the rides that they have going on in the off season. And I remember there were, we, we just purchased like an all day pass and we just enjoyed, you know, hanging out and, and talking. And there were a couple of points in this ride where it was pretty shaky and scary. Actually, I knew nothing was going to happen to us, but it was very windy. It was unseasonably cold for the middle of summer because we had been there before in the summer and it was it was chilly that day and a lot of people were underdressed. And I remember we were about 20 feet from the top of this mountain. And so our legs are dangling over a huge steep drop. And the ride without warning just stops and it and it stayed stopped for like <laughs> 10 minutes. And we're like, are we ever going to get off this thing? I mean, 10 minutes is an eternity when you're stuck dangling off of a cliffside. And anyway, it started back up again. And we were like, you know what? Let's not get off here like we planned. Because what if it stops again and then we can't get down? <laughs> or it takes us all day to get down. So we stayed on. So we wrapped around and started coming down the mountain. And about 20 feet from where we were to get off at the bottom of the mountain, it stopped again. I'm like, you cannot make this up. And I, I really believe like, and this is how I live my life that we are living a waking dream. You know, it's like when you look at what is manifesting in your physical reality Everything can be a symbol. Everything can be a sign. And so I, I try not to ascribe too much meaning to everything, right? Because that would drive one crazy. But this happened twice, almost the exact amount of time before getting to the end, all the delays. And I was like, wow, this seems like a, a message. So I waited until we got home and I meditated on this for, for a bit and it was interesting because it felt like I was being I was being guided to create some other things to keep me busy because here I was, I was ready to put my two feet on the ground. I was ready. I I felt ready. But like the universe was trying to tell me, like, no, you're not ready yet. Wait. I know you're so close, but just wait a little longer and this will all make sense. And when you, your feet hit the ground, you're good to go. And that's what it felt like. But then my mind started running wild and 
I, it was like, I just had this restlessness, like I've got to do something. And so I actually, I, I prematurely launched something that really felt aligned. But when you're, when you're rapidly changing so much, something that felt aligned yesterday can not feel aligned today or even six weeks ago. It felt like a hundred percent aligned. Like you did all your checks and confirmations and today it's no longer aligned. And you're like, what gives? It's because you're evolving so rapidly, especially in this stage of reinvention. And so anyway, I did put together an offer and this was a little less scary than the path that I probably knew better was my path. It felt less scary. It felt more authoritative and, you know, exciting. You know, it was this offer for corporate. And so very high ticket, very exciting, definitely less scary than what I was shown I was going to be doing. And I launched it and I even got like, I got, you know, some, opportunities to speak on podcasts about it. And I had a few requests for proposals about it. But anyway, I ended up not really going through with it because very soon after my feet did hit the ground, I did figure it out. And that's what we're going to be talking in the next episode for this, this final stage. So here's a list of some constructive business actions that you can do instead of the missteps that I mentioned. So you can start formulating your new brand and your new positioning and even a new brand makeover. You can start creating content and a marketing plan. You can start building a new website. You can start creating new structures, creating new sales systems like order forms or sales pages or emails, and then get them in place and ready for action. And remember, you're not launching it quite yet because Um, Well, if you got to do it, you got to do it. But the reason is because you might be making changes. You might not exactly want to look like you are changing your mind all the time. So this is very much a feeling out process. And you can also start to help people overcome what you just went through. You know, whatever lesson that you just learned is probably part of your bigger mission. I said, probably like anything I say, Take it with a grain of salt, you know? I I talk about this in my book, and I very strongly believe that you must listen to your own inner voice, not my voice. If I remind you of who you are by listening to me, great. That's my goal, but my goal is not to tell you what to do. So take all this with a grain of salt and see what feels aligned to you, see what feels true to you. So you can start implementing systems and um ramping up your self-care. You can create and sell those new products. You can, you can launch something. I'm not saying you can't just again, make sure that you fill out what feels good, have an event, do marketing, do promotion. This is very much a spring energy. So list build, generate leads, you know, execute on your content and marketing plan. And so how do you get to the next stage, which we'll be talking about in the next episode, you need to have patience The military has a saying, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. What that means is if you can take a breath and you can aim at your target and just listen to your, your own 
wisdom. And then when the time is ready, you know, you can go fast, but that smoothness is what's going to help you be fast. It's very much like a slingshot. It, it feels like you might be going backwards or going too slow, but I definitely feel like when you can really slow down, which does kind of feel backwards or feels counterintuitive, it will help you speed up, especially if you're aligning to your true self, that will help you hit the target faster. So exercise creativity, find your new beginning, your second act, become the best version of yourself. Trust that you're in the right place. Trust yourself, trust the universe, reimagine your business and career. Like this is a fun time. Identify your aligned client, develop a crystal clear message and look at all your past and unfinished experiences, projects, and patterns for clue for clues. And if you want my help with this, this I love, I love to help people with this. Like I have amazing gifts when it comes to helping people identify what that new thing is, like what their new offer or message or brand is, um, what they're meant to express and expand into, and also help you identify things to clear or things that might be holding you back. So own your full power, know who you are and use this knowledge to manifest your ideal life. In this stage, you're going to be asking, what will I reinvent? What will I manifest? And there's a song, again, I mentioned, I love music because it's so symbolic and it actually, it reflects the hero's journey. The hero's journey that we've been going through in this particular series is the hero's journey of a butterfly, you know, but this, the seasons, all these cycles, they all reflect the same thing. There's a beginning, middle and end, of course, but the beginning is like the call to adventure, the call to up level. And then you go through and you meet up with some obstacles, you know, that that's like the cocoon stage. And then you start reinventing yourself. You start learning new skills, figuring out what your superpowers are. And then you return back to teach or to share with your people that you're returning to. So that's very much reflective in every book, every story, every movie, and every song. And the song that I would recommend, and I'll put it in the show, show notes, is Clarity by Zed featuring Foxes. I love that song. Now, if you would like more support, I recommend my book, The Intuition-Led Business. You can find it on Amazon, and then you can come back to intuitionledbusiness.com to get a bonus free mini course, as well as some other little goodies. And I also encourage you, if you really want to dive even deeper into unleashing your intuition so that you can slow down to speed up growth. I recommend my 10 week curriculum in depth called intuition upgrade, and you can get on the wait list for that. We'll be opening up enrollment again soon at intuitionupgrade.com. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode and come back for the next and final installment of this podcast series. I'll see you soon. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a like, comment, and or review. Every interaction, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, helps this podcast to reach more people like you. Thank you for tuning in to the Higher Genius Podcast.